folks. Today we'll continue to look at habits and how we can replace the bad habits that reinforce our self-limiting beliefs and hold us back. In the last episode, I asked you to list your bad habits, especially the ones that come from self-limiting beliefs. Pick out the first habit that you want to work on and write it down. Think for a moment, when was the first time you engaged in that bad habit? Probably a long time ago. For some, it was when you were a child, but now you're an adult and you still do it. Re-envisioning the first time you did something can help you recapture your thoughts, your feelings, the people who were there, the time of day, what had just happened, what was about to happen. It is one of the biggest pointers as to why and how you picked up the habit. More importantly, recalling the first time is key to identifying the trigger and the reward. Triggers may be the presence of particular people, a memory, time of day, a perceived threat, a place, an emotion. It could even be preceding behavior. Try and identify the exact thing or circumstance that triggers your habit. Take lying, for example. The little lies that you think are harmless, yet they damage your credibility. A common and seemingly insignificant lie is when someone close to you asks about your welfare and how you are. Do you answer truthfully or do you automatically claim I'm fine or I'm okay, even if you're struggling and not in a good place? The why in this case is maybe because you believe no one really cares about you or maybe no one paid attention to you when you were growing up. Please keep in mind, identifying the whys of your habits may be distressing and you may need to seek professional help. What about the when in this example? When do you lie about your welfare? Is it when you think you're being asked out of courtesy as opposed to someone really caring? Is it when you're asked in such a way which reminds you of where it all started? Remember, all these things happen subconsciously. Once you know the trigger, you can then develop strategies to deal with your habit. In our example, you can start by affirming and declaring that you're worthy and that people are genuinely interested in your welfare. In terms of replacing the habit, when people ask how you are, don't be quick to answer. Take a moment to play back your affirmation in your head, then answer truthfully. You don't need to give them the full story, but you can be honest in your response. I could be better, and I'm coping despite the circumstances are perfectly legitimate answers. Moving away from this example and looking at the lying habit in general, in the short term, the reward for telling the truth may be a sense of satisfaction at having done the right thing. In time, the reward becomes a sense of being in control, of not having to carry feelings of guilt and shame because you lied, of not having to keep up appearances, and ultimately a healthy sense of self-esteem and confidence. You probably won't get it right from the very beginning. That's okay. Keep moving and learn from each attempt. They say most smokers who manage to quit do so after at least seven serious attempts. Why? Because every time they fail, they understand the triggers better and they construct means of dealing with the triggers. In time, they develop effective ways of dealing with the habit, and eventually they are able to walk free. I challenge you today to identify the whys and whens of your bad habits, then get up and start to take control of your life.